3: Ain't heard nothing yet and if you don't know now you know
0: put them together for and a I friday not just any friday it's the friday the memorial day weekend the unofficial start of summer have a great one if you're a youngster that's wrapped up a school year graduations all through the weekend and yep. um enjoy your summertime teachers educators and the young people it's here. You and I will be working all summer long
2: for 99
0: days of the longhorn football season. And uh, yeah, we'll take some days here and there, but uh, full speed ahead. Now we won't be here Monday. We won't be here Monday. So you will have to uh, do without us on your Memorial day week Monday. You'll be okay. We'll be back on Tuesday question on Tuesday. We'll find out and we'll be talking about where the longhorns are headed to continue their their college baseball season into the NCAA tournament because they won't be here. We know that after the performance in Arlington over two days. Also, can the uh, Boston Celtics do something 150 other teams have not been able to do that's come back and win a series when you were down three games to none? They're still alive after last night. Heck, could the uh, Dallas Stars be back in their series in the Stanley Cup playoffs? But uh, we'll see. We'll get to all the eliminations and elimination.
2: They put the puck on net last night. Playing lot. without Jamie
0: Ben. Wow. Three to two was the final. But um, There were a lot
2: of shots, I believe, last night. And the
0: goaltender for Vegas is really good. Uh, by the way, Ty asked a great question on hot or not that athlete or that sports memory that just is etched in your head for all time. Blake Gideon has been, oh, has come been nominated. Oh, nominated, y'all. The Longhorn Current Safeties Coach for the 2008 interception that wasn't. You I mean, right through the there. wickets? Why would you do Several that? Several Texas Come Rangers on. fans are talking about Nelly freaking Cruz. Yeah, Nelson Cruz, catch the ball. Can of corn,
2: man. That was a real can of corn.
0: That was worse than Jose Canseco 30 years ago. Oh, Let yeah. it go off his head. That was a regular season game for a home run. This was to win the World Series. Are you kidding me? Still can't believe he didn't catch that ball. Uh, everything that happened after that doesn't even matter. Catches the ball, game's over. Mm-hmm. Nelson Cruz, You got. I mean, don't you at least have to sell out and like, crash into the wall if you don't catch it? This is to win the whole thing, dude. Come on, man.
1: Um, and it, it really bugs me that he's gone on to play into his forties and still
0: <laughs> smash
1: home runs every year for another team. It seems like.
0: Yeah, and it, come on, sell out at least. You give up your body. What well, did he miss? Did, 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 I mean, he what did he say? It. Did I, he
1: say he misjudged? It he's or? not a great outfielder, anyhow. Why no the majority been a DH. Probably should have gotten a defensive. He misjudged the in ball there. I put You're it at, just as much as it's on him. It's on Natalia Feliz for being one strike away twice and not being able to get well, it done. Well, this is no, a ball that's a that catchable catch. ball on the catch warning the track. Ball. If he catches it, game's over. You're world champions in game <sighs> six. I, that that I that might be. That's the worst. Worse than the Crabtree for me. Because uh, I mean, the, the Blake Gideon Crabtree that kind of goes. In well,
0: here's why it's worse is because that was the end of the game. I mean, the Crabtree thing, you know. There were still the, some the opportunities. Catch and and you know Texas had played games beyond that and it still kind of got hosed by the Big 12's tiebreaker rule that year and and I still think Colt McCoy and the Longhorns in 08. that was Colt's best team. I would have loved to have seen them play Tim Tebow in Florida in that championship game, not Oklahoma. But uh, one
1: one of recent recent like that happened last year with Texas football. Uh huh. The, the Ryan Watts miss sack. Uh, I think about that. Oh
0: a lot. yeah, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. I think about in that in the Alabama a game.
1: That's that's a great
0: one or the referee's missed call in the end zone, for crying out loud. But, yeah, Ryan Watts, uh, the Longhorn corner, came on a, on a corner blitz, had Bryce Young dead to rights in a sack that probably would have ended the game and given the Longhorns the victory. Instead, uh, Bryce Young spun out of it and ran for 20 yards and set up the game-winning field goal. And that was a great call, too, by Pete the the corner blitz right into the, the face of Bryce Young. I know that dude's been thinking about it since that day. For sure. That's a great, that's a great call that's right there.
2: That's an every-nighter. Um, that can sure, make
0: you better, that can make you worse. I'm sure B. John Robinson somewhere still smarting about that fumble in overtime against Texas Tech, which he doesn't fumble much at all, but to fumble on the first possession of OT uh, when the runner when the guy came clean. Oh, man. Oh, they're pouring in now. This says uh, Nelson Cruz catch, Nelson Cruz catch. Derek Fisher with .4 on the shot clock Ooh, against the Spurs. One. That is a good one. How about Dez? That was a catch in Green Bay. That's Come true. On, that's man. top three
1: for me. Come on, dude. I was, I was at a wreck basketball game, not even watching it. I was just keeping up with my phone and it said, you know, Des Bryant, completion, down at the one-yard line. And then I was like, we all celebrated. Not
2: so fast. Went back
1: in the game, came out after timeout, check again, and we, the game was over and Dallas had lost. Terrible. You know, me with my promise to walk to Dallas if the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, I will admit that was probably as
0: nervous as i bit. when I When I saw that play happen, I'm like, oh, man, that's a catch, and that's going to be – the Cowboys are going
2: to win this they game. They literally
1: changed the rule <laughs>
0: because of that play. And they still would have had to win the NFC Championship game And they there. change it
2: like every year. But that, was a,
0: that was a good Cowboys team with DeMarco Murray and uh, Des Bryant. Romo was a miracle. That was a pretty dang good team. But uh, either way, still didn't have to walk to Dallas. Still didn't have to you walk. You will wonder. Uh, we're also taking your all-time sports bloopers on the uh, 30th anniversary of Jose Canseco's dome run. The home run off his dome. Uh, how about this? I went to a list of the all-time... Great bloopers. And number one on the list is the butt fumble. The butt fumble with Mark Sanchez and the Jets. Remember when he ran into his own lineman and fumbled the ball? The butt fumble is number one on that list. So we'll take those two. Uh, but I think Nelly Cruz would be on there. How about Bill Gramatica tearing his ACL oh, yeah. after kicking a field goal? Those are really, uh, you know what else is on this list? Tony Romo. The slippery ball trick on the extra point in Seattle in a playoff the old game. No trick, huh? The old slippery ball trick got him. Chris Rubber's timeout. Great blunder all time. But uh, yeah, 30 years ago, Jose Canseco had a ball in Cleveland go off his head for a uh, for a home run. Hey, let's get to the headlines, the trending topics. I should tell you also that over at HornFM.com, HornFM.com, we've got. Uh, we got you locked in. You know, I told you our golf course of the month now, uh, end of May, end of June is Butler Pitch and Putt in downtown Austin, and we had a great visit over there this week. And it's already been posted. Our man Jacob got that turned around about a nine-minute video. Myself and Omar, Uresti, We also have a, a, a interview in there with the general manager, Colin Scully. And I'll tell you this: if you if you want to be a better short game player, and that's what Butler Pitch and Putt is all about, it's all wedges and putting. Uh, our man Omar gives a pro's tip, man, a really good tip on how he you know, controls the distance on his wedges. Uh, uses the same club, essentially, but then uh, where he places his grip and how he cl- clubs it down is how he did go, You know, goes from 50 yards to 60 yards to 70. Mm-hmm. It really it would help me a lot. I mean, I'd, I'm now practicing what Omar taught me that day at Butler Pitch and Putt. Go over there and check that out at hornfm.com. It's all powered by Callahan's General Store. That video is up and ready to watch for you over there. Let's go to the quick headlines, and we're going to talk some racing. Top Gun Equipment Rentals bring you the news. And, yeah, how about uh, the Longhorns? Number one overall seed at the Big 12 tournament coming off their best weekend of the year. Well, they were the first team sent home yesterday as the Longhorns lost to K-State 6 to nothing after losing to Kansas in the first game 6-3. 29 runs in three games this past weekend against West Virginia. Texas bats again quiet in Arlington. Longhorns recorded just two hits yesterday. They stranded nine runners, went 0-13 with runners on base. In addition, the Horns are coming home with a series of injuries now. First baseman Jared Thomas dealing with a back strain that he suffered in the Kansas game on a swing. Also, third baseman Peyton Powell has a rib cage issue. Relief pitcher Heston Told didn't even make the trip because of an injury in, in the seventh inning yesterday. Their uh, ace left-hander out of the pen, David Shaw, left the game with an elbow issue, and it could be serious. Uh, The two-and-out performance this week will almost certainly ensure the Longhorns travel for their regional round of the NCAA tournament. The full field of 64 in the black brackets will be announced on Monday. The 16 host teams will be announced on Sunday by the NCAA. Other finals from the Big 12 tournament yesterday. Longhorns, the first team sent home West Virginia was the second. Oklahoma State eliminated them with a 3 to 2 win yesterday. Texas Tech and TCU both improved to 2 and 0 with wins run Raiders. Win came in dramatic fashion. They rallied for three in the ninth to walk off OU 10 to 9. No drama for the Horn Frogs. They posted their second straight run rule win at Globe Life. They pummeled Kansas 14 to 4, towards 16 runs in their win over Kansas State the day previous. Two games on the schedule today, both featuring in-state rival elimination games at the Big 12 tournament. Kansas will play Kansas State at 3 o'clock. Oklahoma faces Oklahoma State for the fifth time this week. That game will be tonight. A couple of other scores outside of the Big 12. Texas State is still alive at the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. They beat Georgia State in 12 innings yesterday, 6-5. They're going to meet Louisiana tonight. SEC Tournament, A&M blanked South Carolina, 5-zip. Aggies will now face LSU this afternoon. Speaking of staving off elimination, Boston Celtics did it again last night. They improved to 4-0 in elimination games in the postseason. This postseason with a win last night over the Miami Heat, 110-97. Game 6 in Miami on Saturday night in hockey. Dallas Stars also avoided the end of their season and the Stanley Cup playoffs. They beat the Vegas in overtime 3-2. to And in golf, Harry Hall fired a first round, 8 under 62. He's your leader in Fort Worth, early lead at the Charles Schwab Challenge, at Colonial Country Club. Brutal day for the PGA Championship hero, Michael Block. Uh, Unfortunately for him, the teaching pro from California who took the golf world by storm last week in Rochester, shot a first round, 81. He is in dead last place in Fort Worth.
1: Horn Headlines brought to you by Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment. Come see one of the many reasons your mama loves us this month by getting Select Toro and Hustler zero-turn mowers for up to 26% off. TopGun.net, we'll shoot you straight.
0: Oh, man, one of you jokers had to say it. The rip-your-heart-out. NC State shot against Five Slamma Jamma. Ooh. Lorenzo Charles. Akeem Olajuwon never got that championship. Guy V. Lewis, as a youngster, that was a crusher for me. That was – I cried. I mean, I cried. Literally, tears Buck Weeped. I think I was 12 years old. I used to cry every time in Texas to the Cowboys lost. <laughs> I cried. Did you? I was such oh, a yeah, huge fan of Clyde and uh, Akeem and that those teams. It was back when he was Akeem, and uh, man, the Lorenzo Charles, Jimmy V, that was a crusher. Hey, let's go to the Vaqueros Hotline because in addition to being a three day weekend, it's also the biggest weekend of the year in racing. Indy Five Hundred, big Daytona race this weekend, and NASCAR. Our buddy Rodney Rodriguez has us locked in from res- Revved Up ATX. What's
3: up, Rodney? Hey, Aaron. How you doing, man? Bucky, how's it going? Doing great, man. Yourself? Doing well, doing well. Hey, Aaron, I, I got to, man, I got to bring this up. I, I don't know if this has come up yet, but you want to talk about a rip your heart moment out, uh, rip the heart out. Remember the Mike Renfro no catch? Oh, that wasn't at the he, end oh. Of you went there. I know that.
0: Back of the end zone against Pittsburgh. <laughs> if we had instant replay back then, they would have won that game and Bum Phillips team may yep. have kicked that door in. You know what I'm saying?
3: I tell you, man, that that I was a Cowboys fan, but but I had a rooting interest in the Oilers, and I remember that vividly. It's like that's a catch, man. Come on, brutal. Oh goodness, uh,
0: Good my, against the Steelers, and yeah, no catch, and that was brutal, brutal. Yeah. All right, so uh, you 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 met you said uh, in a text message we were having Rodney that this is uh, the most interesting Indy 500 in a long time and the biggest weekend in racing. What is uh, what are race fans in for this weekend?
3: I really think Indianapolis. So you've got nine former winners in this race. It's the fastest field ever. Uh, 232.184 miles an hour, 33 cars. That's the average speed is is what we're what we're going to have on, on Sunday. And and this is even more interesting this year, guys, because you had the you had the big uh, Formula One race in Miami, and LL Cool J comes out and calls it the greatest spectacle in racing. The greatest spectacle in racing is the Indianapolis 500. So they are really – I think there's a lot of added energy in this with the Penske Group and, and everybody that produces the Indy 500. This is the biggest race in the world. This is the biggest race in the world. And I think the extra juice that we're going to see in this – I mean, you've got the fastest lap ever recorded by a female in this. You might – Ilio CastroNevas could become the first five-time winner. There is just a lot of intrigue and drama that's going to be happening, you know, late Sunday morning in Indianapolis.
2: No baby Andretti's around.
3: They're all gone, man. Uh, they are, are they all, all gone? gone really? Left. They're, they're they're Well, you've got Andretti Autosport. You've got, you've got the four cars. Sure. There, but you don't have, you don't have anybody on the racetrack. And, and those Andretti cars have, have been strong. Um, but, but this is where, you know, I talk about this all the time on, on the Saturday shows to where IndyCar is so underrated in my opinion, because you've got the, the Penske team, you've got the Ganassi, Arrow McLaren and all the independent teams, but just the, the roster of drivers. You can go and, and look at the thirty-three drivers that are in the in the field for Sunday. They are so underrated. Uh, Indy, Indy this is the one time of year that the IndyCar series gets gets the, the gets the pizzazz because of the Indianapolis five hundred. All the attentions on Formula One and on NASCAR, and I think they're starting to realize that. And that's it's really starting to show in this competition. I mean two hundred and thirty-four point two seventeen miles an hour for Alex Pelot on the pole. That That is just blazing on a track that's banked six degrees in the corner. It's unbelievable what these guys are doing.
0: Yeah, Indianapolis, it's the 107th racing of the uh, uh, the race uh, in Indy on Sunday. Uh, Ari Leyendeik holds the fastest qualifying average lap at 236, almost 237 miles an hour. That was way back in the 90s, 1996. Now they're back into the mid-230s and run, racing. What's leading to this uptick in speed for these uh, Indy cars, Rodney?
3: It's just uh, the the beautiful thing about IndyCar is you, you have the common car. You don't um, you don't have it, it, it kind of like what NASCAR is doing right now. Um, these Chevrolet engines, uh, the, the different engines, Chevrolet extremely strong in Formula One. Uh, they're producing a lot of torque. Uh, just the, the mechanical advancements in suspension that these cars are now carrying. Um, IndyCars on ovals is always for for many years, guys, a very scary thing. I mean, we've had we've had drivers pass away, you know, at the Indianapolis 500 and and crashes and on some of the other ovals. But they've gone in and now they've got the screens, you know, to protect the drivers. I mean, the the advancements are are just amazing uh, safety and and mechanically. But, you you know, with with this race, I mean, it's this is this is the one I circle this on the calendar every year. I'm I'm a stock car guy. But just this is one, you know, talking about moments in sports, you know, Kentucky Derby. You know, games at Fenway or, or Lambeau Field or whatever hallowed ground. This is Indianapolis. Um, you, you sit and you watch the pre-race. It, you're going to get chills. You're going to tear up. I mean, this is this is sports nostalgia that you see every year, and the fact that you've been doing it for 107 years. I mean, that that tells you just the. Uh, the impact that this race has uh, on motorsports. no question about it. and uh, you know I would
0: think fans you know f one has grown so dramatically. You mentioned the Miami race, there's a Vegas race coming. they'll be in Austin at COTA in October, and uh, it's never been more popular. but that you know is that leading to you know some f one fans getting more and more into indie cars as well because uh, that's still a very you know popular circuit
3: I challenged I challenged uh, you know Formula One fans that listen in to the Saturday show to to give some attention to Indianapolis um this weekend especially this weekend leading up to the race because the the personalities is what's doing it for Formula One and because the competition is just not there I mean they they race at Monaco that's going to be the first race on Sunday Uh, probably going to be another Red Bull sweep you know with Perez and Verstappen uh, you know maybe maybe Fernando Alonso breaks in and and gets a win but but what what you get to see on Sunday you, you will see the personalities and and the drinking the milk and all of that i don't think i'd want to drink milk after <laughs> traditional. that's that's gross but um it is i think the formula one tie-in it it can really translate over especially now with with the north american presence like you're talking about aaron because it i mean the cars look similar i mean that is true but they're very different and and what i like about indy car was talking about this last week and it's and it's one of the things when you ask the question about what's making the speeds and all of this if 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 the IndyCar series sees a gap in the competition where one team is better or, you know, a certain whatever the case, they're going to adjust. They're going to make an adjustment to make everybody competitive. In this field on Sunday, you probably have 20 legitimate contenders that can win this race. And this is a race where, you know, you've got four four-time winners. Maybe we get a you know, five-time winner on Sunday with Captain Ellis. But this is a race where, guys have won their one race. It's that kind of race. And, Everybody's in this. Everybody's in this. It's it's gonna it's the greatest spectacle in racing, and, and it's going to show on Sunday.
0: Yeah, the biggest weekend in racing, as it's dubbed. They do have the F one race in Monaco in the morning, and then uh, Indianapolis five hundred, and then at night it's the Coca Cola six hundred, the uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway race under the lights, which is always such a great one. Uh, to be a fun weekend, Roddy. I know you're jam packed and locked in at uh, eleven o'clock tomorrow morning with Revved Up ATX, and folks will get more looking forward to that as part of our Saturday morning live and local lineup. No, 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 Revved Up tomorrow. No Revved Up. Yeah, no, no. no. Oh, okay. There you guys are off. I was not aware of that. I apologize. So no revved up. That's why you're here with us today. Getting people revved up and fired up about the big weekend. If you like racing, this is your Saturday and I mean this is your Sunday uh with the, the biggest races of the year potentially there. Thank you, Rodney. Rodney, thanks,
3: bud. You bet, guys. Y'all have a great weekend. Be well. Yeah, you too. You can
0: also always find Rodney's uh, podcast that he does weekly as well if you need some race chatter. That's good stuff. I didn't realize that we're not doing it uh, for the Memorial Day weekend. No, live and local Saturday morning shows tomorrow. It sucks
1: because no. it's such a big race weekend. No Casey Stutter tomorrow. Dang. I know the people are... He'll be Where's Johnny
0: Rogers and his crew giving the Westlake
1: Chaparral update? <laughs> Johnny usually goes to the Indy 500, so he might be up there. He said it the oh, day. He's been said to a few. Like 14. Yeah. That's pretty cool. All right, good stuff uh, with Rodney, and uh, not good stuff for the Longhorn
0: baseball team yesterday, but great stuff on the text line. People weighing in on this uh, sports moment or player-athlete. Or play that ripped your heart out. Uh, and these are good coming in. This says when I was twelve years old, I remember Super Bowl five and Jim O'Brien kicking that game winning field goal cried my eyes out. I don't remember that, but that's okay. That's what this is all about. DeMarco Murray fumbled before the half was more impactful than the Dez catch. He just dropped it untouched. I remember that. Remember that game against the Packers? In the game in which Des Bryant had the critic the the uh Highly controversial, catch-no-catch.
2: and or the Cowboys got to be a part of Leon Lett.
0: Remember that DeMarco Murray was breaking free oh, off yeah. the right side? It would have been a touchdown. He was going to the house. And somebody for the Packers reached out and, and or, you know, he just fumbled the ball. It was like he was trying to change hands and it slipped and went to the ground. That was going to be seven points or six points with an extra point pending. And, and Jerry uh, said,
1: you gone, go he, to the Eagles.
0: Yeah, and he was gone. Remember, he led the NFL in rushing and then was gone yeah. out of there. That was
1: one of the smarter moves Jerry Jones has made, though, not giving – him a big contract. The Zeke Elliott did
0: not want was much. not
1: good. Well, yeah.
0: And several people have also <laughs> mentioned Colt McCoy getting hurt against Bama. What? Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Colt V Bama. What could have been what would have been. said the air stripped the ball from the from Marco Murray. That <laughs> is true. The right. uh, Jackie Smith dropping a touchdown pass in Super Bowl
1: against the Steelers. That is true. I had a kid uh, that I was friends with in middle school I played football with that he played running back. He was really good, really fast, but he would do that, where he'd his arms would be moving so fast, and his running with the ball out. that he'd throw the ball like twenty yards behind him. It happened multiple times. Oh, on hilarious. our topic of
0: all-time sports blunders, how many times have we seen a guy drop the ball before he gets to the goal line, like in a critical moment? Those Sean are Jackson. great. Yeah, they drop the ball before they cross the plane. It's like, what are you doing? That is ridiculous, but um, that's why we love sports. It really is. All right, we'll come back and pick up these conversations. Good stuff on a Friday. Uh, thank you to Rodney, and uh, the racing weekend is uh, on point. Uh, Craig Way has his report coming, and we're back with a blitz today. We had to uh, dump the blitz because of the Texas baseball yesterday. You get to have a little extended blitz on this pre-Memorial Day weekend. Friday, it's b on the Horn. It's Bucky and Aaron. Good conversations this morning. Good stuff talking uh, all things sports bloopers. Worst sports memories. Ty brought that up. Had to rip that scab for people. Sometimes you just want to repress those and leave them where they are. Michael Block, the Block Party on the PJ Tour, would like to repress his round yesterday. That did not go well for him. We talked about the mental side of sports in relation to that. That it's uh, tough to be mentally locked in all the time. Longhorn baseball team seemed un- uh, uh, kind of lifeless in these games. Give Kansas State and Kansas credit. At the same time, Longhorns did not play with the same urgency and chip on the shoulder. We saw them against West Virginia just this past weekend. Miami Heat have let it slip a little bit as well. That led to a good conversation about uh, human nature and uh, human beings playing sports. And that's also to the bloopers and to the, the plays that ripped your hearts out because sometimes humans make mistakes, Buck. We make mistakes. Yes. We make bloopers.
2: We do dumb yes. things. We are not and perfect.
1: Blake Gideon doesn't catch that ball. I snapped the ball over the quarterback's head in a middle school football game six times. No what? More, more than that, I scored six points to the other team snapping out of the back of the end zone.
2: Dang. I kicked an extra point that hit a girl in the head when she was going to the women's room. <laughs> I speaking of shank.
1: I tell you, I've never I'll never forget loot like I lost the game and everybody knew it. And, and, and I, was oh, I was crying the entire game. Or I was crying in the
2: bus and they were stepping over the top when of you me in the, the bus. Yeah. I, I blame
1: I blame the I wasn't a sinner. I was the deep snapper, and the starting center every year would fail school, so you wouldn't be able to play for like four or five games. So I had to come in, and <laughs> Grades. They, they refused to take me out. The coach was like, I believe in you, son. And I was like, dude, I've, I've scored six points for the other team. Like, get someone else in there, please. My coach
2: was going for the tie against an undefeated team. He was going That's for weak. the tie. That's weak. And so I shanked the extra point for the tie. I was On bus. No, oh, not on purpose. <laughs> I would have taken, I mean, I, you I would have taken the tie. Well, I, I mean, I was, I didn't want to miss it for damn sure. Now
0: I will say, I mean, you heard you tell that story many times in your at Bethlehem, Bethlehem Catholic, Catholic high yes. school. You were playing the best team, one of the best teams in the Central, state, right? Your big Central rival. Catholic.
2: Yes. Another Catholic school from Allentown. And
0: you, you didn't want to settle for the tie. You wanted to go for a win. Yes. was going to go fire, fire, fire. And, and, you and just so run that thing in, I, I think we see this in golf quite a lot. If you don't lock in, I was not, I was, I think you were doubting the decision. Oh, I hated kick? the decision.
2: See, that was my senior year. I kicked that ball. That thing went straight right, <laughs> hit the girl right in the head as she was going into the women's room. I was on the bus, tie in the middle of the floor, crying, and guys were stepping over me. You suck! You suck! Yeah, <laughs> you they it. were saying that to you. Oh God! High schoolers was, and
1: middle schoolers can be brutal. That's that's oh, yeah. probably some of the, oh. the meanest. When you're the meanest in your life, is when you're like twelve to sixteen. They were 16. mad as a They
2: were mad at me for missing the extra point. I was one of those square-toed kickers. It was like. Did you days. put on a
1: different cleat to kick?
2: Oh, yeah, of course. It had a big old square toe on it.
1: Was it was like a steel toe? I know what you're talking about. That's, that's Your your situation, Ty, so sounds like a bad coach's decision. At some point, he
0: should have gotten somebody else in there and maybe didn't have some, anybody. Uh, but, you know.
1: It was windy, too. It was, it was, I went it was to Hudson a, Bend. It was very windy. Part of stuff. our
0: flex coverage this year in high school football, I went to a game out at Vandegrift. It was Vandergriff against, uh, uh, who was it? Stony Point. And Stony Point uh, had some good players, but they, they had that same thing—that a deep snapper that kept snapping the ball into the ground, like every like every they'd be moving the ball, and then the center would snap it like errantly, and it would then all of a sudden it would go from first and ten to
1: first and thirty. I was good at deep snapping. <laughs> I was just deep snapping to the quarterback on offense was the issue. Right, that's what this
0: was. that's <laughs> yeah. what this was, and I was like, Coach, you got to get another center in there. This you're, you're killing your chances. Vandergriff's too good to be giving up ten yards once once every four downs. Not good.
1: Uh we'll get my, you. My out. dad didn't talk to me the entire way home by the way. It was it was a silent ride and I was in trouble for losing the game. Thank, oh, but I, I appreciated that. Toughen me up.
0: I think that's when you got to give him the shoulder, man. That,
1: that's uh you know, he you was just a, he game. was just as disappointed in me as my teammates. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. That is
0: uh you know, your worst form. I missed two free throws once that would have won the game. Oh. Not good.
2: I was so horrible at shooting free throws. And I was a good manner. free throw
0: shooter. I was like I was one of my terrible. one things I could do. You know, it sucks to fail. It sucks to fail.
2: That's why I'm the great putter that I am. But it does make you better, right? You
0: can't fail if you didn't try. That's right. You can't fail if you didn't try, my friends. That is true. That is absolutely true. Hey, can we uh, dive into a quick flex segment? Speaking of flex, because we had some winning getting done last night. A lot of losing uh, as far as the Texas baseball team did, but uh, locally had some big wins last night. <laughs>
3: Flex ATX, for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement.
0: All right, real quick, on the baseball side of things, Westlake and Rouse both won uh, regional semifinal series game ones with wins last night, 7-2 to for Westlake. They get the victory, two big innings there, and the great pitching chance. Covert on the mound with five strong innings, uh, also for Grouse. The Raiders beat uh, La Jolla Palm View, La Jolla Palm View, um, in a Class 5A series. They get the victory there in Game One. They need to win one more, and they'll advance in the state baseball playoffs. So, congratulations to both. Uh, one and Westlake is a buzzsaw right now. Of course, they beat Round Rock after losing Game One at Round Rock. They won the next two, and uh, now they're already one up on. Uh, Eagle Pass from down there in the Valley, getting after it. So moving. It's been a great week, and uh, high school championships being won. We know Westlake's golf, boys' golf team won it. Vandergrift's girls' golf team won the state in 6A as well. And now the baseball is getting there. Uh, and Westlake is a team that can win the whole thing without a doubt. So there's your Flex Update for a Friday. Uh, we're also talking human nature. Times you failed. we got all kinds of topics today, which is pretty good. Bad memories. Just bring up bad memories. Bad personal memories, bad team sports memories. I think the Phi Slamma Jamma one is my worst.
3: Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas.
1: How do, how do you learn from it if you don't bring it up every once in a while? Well, I can't learn anything from a
3: team, <laughs> a team letting
1: me down. But if you grew up, if you're like me, I'm 50
0: years old, so I grew up. My formative sports years were know, 80 through 95, and that was when all the Houston teens were choking, Buck. I mean, they were choking yeah. dogs. It was brutal. The Astros in '80 80 and '86, um, the Oilers with the Steelers games at the end of the '70s uh, in the AFC. Uh, of course, the uh, Feisalama Jamma team, and, and the Feisalama Jamma was the worst. It, it, you'd be amazed, Buck, when 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 Houston Cougar basketball was 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 on, at its peak in the '80s. They were the most popular team in in all of Houston. I mean, they, they were the team. Oh yeah. Houston. because uh, the Oilers were down at the time uh, after the Bum Phillips years. They they the floor came out from under them. Uh, Astros were okay. They saw Nolan Ryan and the Rockets, you know, they didn't get good until they got Akeem in 83 and Ralph Sampson, uh, there in, in the early eighties. But th- those teams, when Akeem was at Houston, those were the most popular teams in that city. And the fact that that team with Clyde Drexler, I mean, two, you know, top 50 all-time basketball players and two all-time hall of fame greats, plus a really good group around them. Uh, the fact that Guy V. Lewis never won a championship is still hard to believe. Hard to believe. You know, what do you, do you have a team that lets you down the most? Because the tie's already told us it's the Texas
1: Rangers that anytime. let me down the most
0: over yeah. a season, or just in a anytime game?
2: the Vikings got to the Super
0: Bowl game. Anytime the Vikings got to the Super Bowl, yeah, that's tough. I, my my team, Houston, the Oilers, or Texans, have never been to the Super Bowl, so it doesn't matter. I haven't gotten that far to have to suffer Man, that. And that move. would,
1: if the Cowboys do make a Super Bowl in my life, which I think they will, that would be the ultimate disappointment Ooh, to lose to get to after it and finally lose? being able to. I mean, let's, I'm, I'm thinking about an NFC championship game first, obviously. But that, that would be. Beat the Niners. There would be tears, grown man tears for sure. Okay,
0: I like that. Grown man tears.
1: By the way, Taylor Ducks also won
0: last night. Beat Spring Hill High School. Uh, way to go. Taylor Ducks are still alive in the baseball state.
2: Yeah, I think my first fumble, my only fumble ever in, in football, was worse than missing the extra point in high school. Your fumble? In college, yes. When it's I fumbled the ball for that's the first our time. our ball, not my ball.
0: That's our ball, not our team's yes. ball. I let it let it go. I I gave it away. That's brutal, that's brutal. Yeah. Well, so uh, and that's why when the Rockets won the championship in the '90s with the, when Jordan retired, the Rockets went back to back. That was like a like for Houston sports fans. It, for me, it was like, man, that I'm not used to this. <laughs> and but you know, unfortunately for me, I was those were those were my two summers working in Wyoming. Two of my three summers working in at the guest ranch. So I didn't even get to really be home and a part of them. I was watching them from afar. Uh, during a summer job, but uh, that was Akeem. Akeem brought him home for us after not letting it done with the Five slam ajama group. And um, and your Minnesota Vikings. Oh,
2: my goodness. How about or, your or, Yankees? Or, How about your well, Yankees yeah. up 3-0, man? Yeah, but we won enough championships. I'm fine. I I, I still have good memories. It still stings. Of going to, yeah, of Yankee Stadium and being around the old Yankee Stadium ballpark. I wonder what it like. But feels I think for like. college, it had to be, when I was at Texas, losing to, you know – my friends at Penn State in the Fiesta Bowl. I mean, it, it wasn't even it wasn't even a game. It was, you know, that's the Ricky. Ricky got a concussion. And I, I'm like, well, don't worry about it. It'll go away. Concussion
1: that hurt though. Oh, losing that one. Losing. I mean, to, to the hometown crew to the of.
2: hometown crew from Pennsylvania. I was like, we, you know, we really, really are good. I, I mean, I was at I was the whole deal having Ricky and that whole stuff and saying we won the championship. And I said we're we really are good. I'd go back to my friends in Pennsylvania and say, no, 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 this isn't a fluke. We really are good. And Penn State just dogged just us. Joe Paterno. Oh, just absolutely. That thing wasn't even close. And they still I mean, been... they were knocking was out that pools,
1: it... No,
0: it, no. Was that LeVar Arrington? No. LeVar was later. It... No, that was a team in the in the mid-'90s. When that, did LeVar the... get drafted? Early 2000s? Sandusky was still there.
2: Really? Oh, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I guess he was there for a while, though. Oh, forever. Uh, I think he was still there at that point. I remember he stepped away, but I think Joe knew what he was doing or at least should have known what he was doing. Uh, let's not bring up that topic. By the way, Casey Stutter just texted me and said, E, I didn't lose more than three games in any season of my life till I got to the Texans. That's true. Wow. Casey did a lot of winning when he was in high school. Then he got to UT, didn't do a lot of losing, and then he got to the Texans, and that's when the losing set in. Yeah, welcome to Houston. But it was professional football, so that's pretty good. Uh, game 1, Spurs-Warriors 2016 playoffs. The beginning of the end of Kawhi Leonard as a Spur. That's true. Who was that guy that uh, that put his foot under his ankle? Zaza Pachulia? Zaza Pachulia, who put his foot up under Kawhi Leonard when he shot a three-pointer from the corner. And uh, Kawhi landed on it, turned his
1: ankle badly. and uh, The next year he was on the Mavericks, and he got voted into the All-Star game. Is that right? Just based off the fan vote.
0: Oh, CB on Twitter has got you, Buck. He says, losing to Rice on a Sunday night. Oh, you remember that. That was a wet one. Yeah, but I knew that. You, you lost could, to you, Rice? Yeah, you could feel that coming. You, yes, could, they lost say, to rice. you
1: guys lost to Rice.
0: Hey,
2: don't say that one real One week after
1: the OU game. After winning. That's classic Texas right there. Yeah. It doesn't matter who's coaching. That's yeah, that's I've seen that a few times. I just did the you lost to rice card.
2: I mean, like <laughs> really loud like, wow, like, like, news like, to him. Like, I guess needed I, everybody to hear that. I hadn't
1: heard about that
0: story. Oh, it was it. Awful. Yeah, that was what, nineteen ninety four? Was yes. it close? No, it was never close. It was you, but you report behind the scenes there was essentially a team mutiny going on. Oh yeah, that
2: thing everybody's about to quit that week. That was after me.
0: the OU win. Yeah, that was because they would do a quarterback controversy. It was awful. Shea Morenz and James Brown, I believe, were the. Uh, is that was I right about that?
2: Yes, and it was raining. You talking about raining a downpour? Oh, it
0: was yeah. Houston flooded that day. Uh, that that sounds like an
2: excuse. It was. Anyway, I mean, no, that was the excuse for losing. We were going to lose anyway. Well, well, I, might have I will say this: if the too.
0: team doesn't want to be there anyway, and then it's pouring down rain, that doesn't make that any better. Oh, no. <laughs> and they gave Rice a chance back and in, in that the day. Light
2: Rice locker room. That old ass stadium, wooden seats. I mean, that was an awful place. Had a Super Bowl there once in the seventies. Come on Bowl. a long bus ride home. It's wow!
0: And all the all the gears all wet. Oh, everything's wet. Yeah, it was awful. I was actually, it's, it's funny how the calendars work, but I was actually driving back from Athens, Georgia. We had, we had taken a, my buddy and I, it was Founders Day weekend at, at St. Edward's, so we had taken a long weekend, and we took a road trip to Athens, Ty. Athens. That's a fun place. Had a good time.
2: Oh, the gamblers were mad that way. Well, I had met a girl at the ranch.
0: We, at, the, at the ranch I worked at, I had met this girl, and they invited us to Athens for a football weekend. So oh, we made went to Georgia?
1: A, you had a you had A Georgia. couple of the crew
0: were Georgia Bulldog uh and the, the crew at the ranch in Wyoming were from all over, you know, all over the place. The crew. The crew. Well, it's called that's what they called it, the, the staff and the crew. You still oh. talk to
1: the crew, any, any of those people? Some of them. Yeah, some of them.
0: Uh, but, yeah, we made the trip over to, because my buddy had also worked up there, too, so we both went over to Athens for the weekend. And Nobody's uh, still
2: working on the ranch, are they?
0: Not nobody I know. Maybe. Well, the owners are still the owners, same owners. Oh, they are? Yeah. Uh, well, the wife. they The husband and wife got divorced. But and Nunley? Wife is still there. Gone? I haven't gotten a Nunley update in a while. Why don't you do send that. Nolan up there? I've tried. I would. He,
1: he hasn't uh, shown the interest. in that. <laughs> no, He's not going up <laughs> he, there. And he'd have to cut his hair. You're crazy. He's
0: not going up oh, there. Oh, maybe he wouldn't have to cut his hair. He just has No, to... there's
1: long haired cowboys. Yeah. Ranch hands. Come
2: on.
0: No, is, yes. We were, and it, so point of that is we were driving back from Athens because we were off Thursday, Friday, so we went over and we were, had to get back for school the next day, and we drove through that storm. We drove through that through Houston at the time, and it was the flooding was already beginning coming Probably through. I the
2: loss by Charlie to Kansas being around here. Charlie, oh, oh Charlie, dude, strong at Kansas. Was, that was his awful. essentially
0: last game. He did coach the TCU game. And there were players there
2: that were just crying. Reckon Hager. Oh my God! Because yeah, they knew what was what coming. A, what they knew. Era. They knew what was
0: coming. Hey, we come back. We'll hit the blitz. Let's do it. We didn't have it yesterday because of Texas baseball, so we had to take a Thursday off. We'll be back with, uh, bigger and better with a Friday. It's only as good as you make it. Next, first, Craig Way.
2: Where you get that from? Did wanna tell you that? Did wanna tell you that? Because I ain't for
0: no games, okay? No games, just the gossip brought to you by Bud Light. Of course, Bud Light is the official domestic beer partner of your Longhorns. The Texas Texas and the Texas OU game and Memorial Day weekend. Whatever you're doing, get out and enjoy it. Be smart, be safe out at the barbecues, out at the lake, going to the coast. Be smart, do it with the ice cold Bud Lights, but uh, always get home safely. Please have a plan. Decide to ride. Uh, plan ahead when you're going to have those occasions and those funds, but always want to have a good occasion with the uh, icy cold Bud Lights. Hey, buck the uh, gossip. And by the way, I did look it up the score of the Rice game in 1994. 1917. 19 to 17. And you know what's cool about that is I, was at, I mentioned I went and made a road trip to Athens, Georgia that same weekend. I watched Georgia at Sanford Stadium lose to Vanderbilt Ooh. the day before. Rice one, was one still One week worse. after they had beaten Clemson, because it was kind of weird that I didn't even realize this, so I looked it up. You guys had beaten Oklahoma and then lost to Rice. Um, Georgia that same weekend had beaten Clemson the week previous, their rival, and then turned around and lost to Vanderbilt. Did Ty great. say you lost to Rice? <laughs> he did. That was too good. But Ty learns things about this wow. show. Wow. Hey, um about this guy? There's a guy skateboarding across the United States skateboarding. He's a longboarder. Oh, he's, no, he's not long. He's a skateboarder. He's from Long Island, the Jersey Shore there, Long Island, and uh, skated from the West Coast all the way to Virginia Beach in 57 days. 57 days.
2: What, just pushing and kicking? Yeah. Pushing and kicking, yeah.
0: It would, it, it, can I ask this? If the, if the Cowboys win the Super Bowl with Jerry Jones as GM, could I actually skateboard to Dallas? You don't want
2: to do it. You'd rather walk.
0: Think so? I, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I can get one of those skateboards with a motor
1: on it.
2: No, <laughs>
0: those little motorized you skateboards. Wanna, you want to walk? You'll, if, you, if you don't want to walk. walk,
1: I think maybe getting on one of those like bird scooters. I think that'd be that'd be acceptable <laughs> just because okay, it, would be fun, it would be a funnier sight.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Big movie that's coming out in theaters this weekend. Do you have any interest in seeing the live action version of the Little Mermaid? Little Mermaid.
2: Dude, I, I had to go see the original version of it. That, that was. I think that was the last time I was in a. Now that was that was a Disney movie at the time. That was no Pixar because, of course, you know I don't go to those Pixar events. Well,
0: the 1999 animated classic is uh, now been made into a real life. It's kind of a, a real person meets CGI kind of thing. And the uh, the actress who plays the lead is uh, Holly, not Halle Berry, Halle Holly Bailey. Bailey, yeah, Halle Bailey. But she's going to go to Rocket at the Fame in this role. Apparently, she does a very good job. In this uh, Little Mermaid live action, that'll be a big uh, movie draw this weekend. I have to think. Uh, also, from salacious gossip. But would I
2: be weird going to by myself to, to that that east, sitting in the back yes. seat? that's another weird one for me. Yes, all alone, watching yes. Little Mermaids. Uh, I think so. People would not, think not as weird me?
0: as Magic Mike <laughs> by yourself, but
2: you know, close.
0: Yeah, this, yeah, that would be better. Okay, that's probably a what is it rated G. PG, whatever PG. it is, it looks turns out according to uh, reports Quentin Tarantino's next movie. Oh no. Is based on the life of a real life critic who wrote movie reviews for a
1: porno magazine. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's his next movie. the movie is called The Movie Critic.
1: Huh. That's, that's that. That's almost as good as a job as the Boom Guy, <laughs> my guy, in the on the side writing reviews. What? Hmm. In this scene,
2: Pretty the star nice. of the show. To was... keep up the good work. Yeah.
1: Well, what was his last one?
0: Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, right? Oh, yeah. This follows that up. Let's go to the Blitz.
1: The Bucky and E Blitz.
2: The Morning Blitz, brought to
1: you by Apple Leasing, where you only have to pay for the new half of the car or truck, the half-under factory warranty, and any make, any model. Click AppleLeasing.com and see how easy it is.
2: Here we go. First Blitzer, you're up. Kansas, seventh inning, two outs. You load the bases up intentionally Hey Starkeasy, eight and five don't cut
0: it in Texas. In Texas, we cut cattle eight to five, and we fire Tom Herman
2: when he loses to Kansas. Hell yeah. No man. Next blitzer, you're up.
3: As a Knicks fan, the Patrick Units finger roll. Nothing <laughs> else needs to be said.
2: <laughs> finger oh, roll, man. Finger miss. roll. Come on, Patrick. Next blitzer, talk to us. Texas losing to K State. Well,
3: get punked by K State. Totally screws up my baseball watching.
2: There it goes
0: for the weekend. That's not cool. Kansas and then Kansas State. The whole state got you. Next blitzer, you're up.
1: The big blooper and big sports memory keeping
2: Ricky ten yards away from a thousand, benching him early. Great. Next blitzer, you're up. Hey, Bucky. Yes, sir.
3: Horns, two and barbecue. Hell, they didn't even make it to the paper plates. A uh, a lot of
0: people will be having their barbecues this weekend, but uh, not the Longhorns. They got cued.
2: Next, Blitzer, you're up.
1: This is Roberto
2: Craft, Mr. Mindset. You people should know. It doesn't matter if it's the playing field or your ladies' playing field. You got to go hard or go home. Mindset matters. Mindset matters. Next, Blitzer, you're up. Uh, I know what you're thinking, Buggy. Is this
0: a fat elder is this a skinny elder? Oh, Viva Lakers, baby. Viva mm-hmm. Los Mama. Vegas. Mm-hmm.
2: Mama. Let's see some of those. Next blitzer, you're up. You're
0: up. Hey champions, they think different. When they walk out on that field, they look out there and they know they're gonna make their
3: mamas, their daddies, their girlfriends, their girlfriends, girlfriend cry. they know before the game even's played. That's a real champion.
0: By the way, somebody asked how that skateboarder guy got through the Rocky Mountains. He he, his route was from Los Angeles, essentially to El Paso, and then across Texas. You kind of cut through Dallas and the Metroplex, and um, all the way to Virginia Beach.
2: Went through a couple pairs of shoes and skateboards.
0: It kind of like I ten to El Paso, then I twenty across. Oh, I ten. And by the way, if you want to, if you're interested in that, you can find out more. It's. Uh, This dude, he he documented the whole thing on Instagram and his social medias, and he was doing about 60 miles a day. Uh, His name is uh, Chad Caruso. Chad Caruso. Good job, Caruso. 57 days from Los Los Angeles to Virginia Beach, Virginia. Do these people not have jobs? He was raising money for something or other. But, uh, yeah, yeah. He only skated on 50 of the 57 days. uh. He took seven days off
2: got to have some time Slacker. off your legs i mean come Slacker. on man
0: <laughs> yeah he took me took a break every once in a while